Good morning, PML. It is your boy. It's enough areas here, and I am here for the breakfast show. I got the breakfast crew with me. I got uh, my main man, Cook, in the building. Cook, say what's up to the people. Oh, what is good, everybody? Uh, good morning. Good morning, indeed. We are also here with a very special guest. You love him, you hate him, but you most like most of the time love, love to hate him. We got Drama Man in the building. Drama, say what's up to the people. What it do, PML? It's your main man, Drama. I'm on my, on my uh, content tour, you know what I'm saying? Welcome to the <laughs> now. Happy to be on the Breakfast Club. Let's get to it. Oh, since so since Goose is back in chat, you said you're on the tour. Is this your farewell tour? Is that what this is? No, this is his get out of debt. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, not a farewell tour. Not as long as we have JT with no wins and, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and, and Vet and everybody else sucking it this year. I'll be good. <laughs> so, uh, how's the Texans? How are you with the Texans right now? Like, what's your record? I haven't checked in uh, on the Texans. I know uh, you've won a few games recently. Yeah, we're three and nine. Um, I was able to get a win against Greeny a couple of weeks ago. I lost a close one to the Colts, and then I was uh, played vet this week. I just got a dub there. So I believe I got JT coming up on the schedule, and I'm just trying my best to get that first round pick that I traded to the 49ers out of the top five. Hey, we appreciate it. We can't, we can't let uh, and dog get away with that. You can't get away yeah. with that. Have the Browns yeah. and the Texans. You can't have both. Yeah, the Browns pick is top. Yeah, the Browns pick is probably top three at this point. Yeah, yeah I think it's uh, it might be third worst. It's like Steelers and uh, Panthers zero wins, and then the Browns one win. Yeah, yeah, we can we can't let that happen. We we cannot we cannot let that happen. So drama, whatever you need, uh, if you need a pull plug, do what you got to do. Uh, you know, complain about lag like your team bandit, whatever you got to do, just <laughs> just do it. So uh. You know, you went you went out. We want you to win out with room for you. Um, but I want to talk. Uh, last time we were on, we talked about the emergency system a little bit. Uh, I want to talk more about it. Uh, it's been uh, a full week since it's been live, or is it? it has it reached a full week yet? Is it um, a week let me, yet? Let me check the announcement when it was made. So, uh, December twenty first. So yeah, it's been it's been a week. There we go. So it's been a full week uh, of the emerging system. Um, you know, actually being in it and actually using it for a week. Um, how do you feel about it, Cook? I am still trying to figure it out. I'm not sure I'm making the right decisions every day with it. Yep. There's a day where, like, uh, I made one move and it counted as two. I think I double clicked the button. So uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely still a learning process. And honestly, we don't really... We're not really seeing the, uh, we're not really reaping the benefits yet, the main benefits, because um, all the trust and wellness and all that is still at 60. So um, we're not really going to see uh, how our decisions affect things until that resets to, um, based on our progress. Yeah, so me personally, um, you know, I, I legit went on my laptop, you know, I have multiple windows you know, slide back and forth uh, to each window. One window is the emergency system. The window right next to it is emergency system guide. 
So as yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I open that thing up every day. <laughs> I, I got the guide right next to it, double checking. It's just the most optimal move. Yeah. Um, what what was interesting, uh, you know, uh, uh, one move I I noticed. Um, I noticed that I don't know what's going on in Seattle, but you get you get that tweet. Oh, they the position uh, group meeting, which the position group meetings, uh, you know, build trust for a. It's like an AR thing. So when you do a, posi- a position group meeting, you're building that trust so you can submit a plan. Yeah. I saw the Seahawks do it for C.J. Stroud. So I pulled up C.J. Stroud thinking, you know, maybe there's some attributes. Attributes he, he wants to upgrade. All his throwing and all his quarterback attributes are pretty much at 85. So maybe there's a few things he wants to max out. Maybe his break sack. Maybe his carrying. Um, you know, maybe there's other things that he wants to max out, but when it came to accuracies and things like that, play action, all that, it was all 85. So I was kind of confused by that. Um, yeah. I don't um, know if that's where he's not, he doesn't know exactly what the position group meetings. I could be wrong about the position group meetings, but I just see him as an AR thing. I, I think he's trying to max out those uh non 85 stats. I just pulled them up, he has 75 awareness, so that can go up another five. 10. Oh, yeah, he, he, needs, ability. he needs his abilities. 74 break sack, so that can go up in the third, uh, you know, 11, and then uh, 82 play action, so that can go up in their three. I think what he's trying Ooh. to do is, uh, you know, potentially get Stroud to win an award or something, or make Pro Bowl, and try to get X-Factor, and then, uh, you know, try to build, because right now Stroud's a uh, 81 overall. If Stroud goes to X-Factor, you know, he has to start getting that overall up, and um, yeah, might as well maximize that because that's a franchise quarterback that you traded up for. Yeah, so, and, you know, with those uh, overall caps, you know, you got to be able to, uh, you know, get those abilities and stuff like that. So I could see why exactly with that awareness being so low, everything. So uh, now it makes more sense. But um, as far as my question, do you think there's anything else? Um, we're going to try to break this down for people. I haven't seen anything position group meetings strictly for trust and strictly for AR. Like, they're not something that awards you for something else. It's just... Yeah. 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 There's there's three things uh, JT put in the announcement. Three things you gotta do to keep up with AR. One of them is press conference. So, um, you know, if you don't do the press conferences, the players don't have trust. And that if you don't have the trust, then if you submit AR, it might not go through. Which is, I don't really like that, but that's part of the thing. Then you got uh, position coaches, the position group meetings like uh, Seattle did with the quarterbacks and stuff. Um, I believe that builds uh, – there's two things, right? One of them is wellness, and that makes sure that your players – The position group meetings – the position group meetings are trust, too. The trust for the press conference, what I, it seems like a, uh, you know, a – not a placebo, but, you know, a – Silent or hidden number. That that whole trust thing seems like a hidden thing. It doesn't seem like it's a, an actual uh, thing you have to pay attention to. Uh, like an actual thing you could track. So basically, well, yeah. you have to do three press conferences for what uh, a year, a season. It's, uh, it's uh, the announcement. JT put was um, trying to do I think six press conferences per season. Okay, so it's for a season. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so the, all right, so I just pulled up the guide. So position groups is for uh, 
if the player has low focus rating, their name will not appear on the AR. So you you want to hold a position in group okay. meeting so that the guy shows up in the first place. So that's pretty it's important. Focus. Right? It's focus. Yeah. It's focus. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm doubling up focus and trust. Yeah, and then the training staff for the player wellness is the one that makes sure that the player can show up every 24 hours. Otherwise, they might show up every 48. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, the the um, operations part of it allows you to do multiple players at once. So basically, it just saves time. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to save time and you want to get it done in one sitting, um, let's say you're doing, uh, I think, level level uh, one yeah. is you could do three players. Level two, you could do five. And level uh, three, you could do ten. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to you wanna save a little bit of time, if you're King Karan, uh, Karan you probably want to uh, King Kiran. If you want to do it, you're probably going to do the ten because you're doing that a buttload of players. Now, if you're me or somebody that like this, see, this cycle, I'm only doing five to six. I would would want to get to level two, you know, knock it all out at once. And then if I have to do one extra, I have to do one extra. I do level one and do three and three. Uh, but it, it's it's just a time saver. I wish he did a little bit more with that. I think. Um, you know, if you could do, like, if you get a player's, um, you know, certain thing, if you get a player's something maxed, if it's maxed, you could put in the attributes for the whole season, attributes for the whole season. You know what I mean? Like in one sitting, you put it all in, it might, it might come in slowly, but you could put it all in for one season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, that's what the operations does. So I actually, um, what has been your strategy a little bit, um, you know, with, with this, uh, have you been focusing on AR stuff? Cause that's kind of been my strategy. What's, what's been your strategy? Like, what have you seen that you, you, you say is the most optimal, optimal route? So for me right now, I, it's, it's pretty much focusing on AR. So trying to do the, trying to get the focus, trying to get the trust, trying to get the wellness, all that together. Because, you know, uh, we got the draft coming up soon. You got rookies that you're going to want to put a lot of AR into. So um, like I, I pretty much had my AR done for this season besides a couple of guys. But it's really about for next season when all this goes into effect to make sure you know, I'm drafting rookies for certain positions that, you know, they're going to show up in the form and all this good stuff. So um, that's basically. Yeah. And that, that, that has kind of been my, my thing. Um, Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I'm going through an area that usually drops. So Um, that's kind of been my thing, you know, doing AR, um, the AR route. uh, I want to be able to do it in one sitting. So I've been doing a little operations. Um, a little focus, um, a little trust, um, you know, doing my press conferences every once in a while, I'll hit a press conference. Um, haven't really dived in, like, what appealed to me a little bit was the uh, veteran, um, you know, your pro scout, meeting with your pro scout to help get a veteran back and potentially get star or something like that. That also appealed to me. Um what what other things? I know you're focusing on AR, but what other things kind of appeal to you? Um, so uh, some of the salary cap stuff, right? Uh, you could uh, yeah, get a guy for a uh, cheap contract or reset your 
cat penalties. Mm-hmm. That's not something that I need for my team because I have a lot of cap space right now. Yeah. But I, I can see that being something. Um, I know, you know, some guys might try to do the thing where you can change the quarterback's throwing motion. It takes a lot of investment to make it happen, but um, I noticed that is uh, pretty interesting. There's, there's ways to just straight up get AR through this. But, of course, you have to get the focus and wellness and all that stuff up first. But there's ways to just get points. And if you're someone that doesn't do a lot of content, then that might be the route that you want to take. So, yeah, those are some things I noticed that uh, you can take advantage of. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of interesting things. You could get uh, – I think there's – I forgot what option it was, but you could get a superstar for a game or a superstar X Factor for a game. Um if you go that route, like there's, there's a lot of interesting uh, routes that you could take. Um, I think it's been phenomenal drama. I want to get your opinion on the emergent system. Um, you know, what the same thing with, you know, what, what did you see more optimal? What is, what is your kind of strategy to it? Or do you not even bother with their emergent system? Um, what, what's, what's going on in Houston with that emergent system? What I was just going to say, man, I'm actually glad that you guys are having a conversation because I've been at a loss uh, for where to even start with the whole immersion system. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, of course, it's, it, when something gets freshly rolled out, I like to kind of wait for the kinks to get ironed out. You know what I'm saying? And so when Cook was talking about how he hasn't really been able to see an impact yet because we're so early in the game, there hasn't been any change to the focus or the wellness or the trust. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's kind of been my apprehension. But it sounds like, it's a pretty, I mean, I, I, I did go to the guide. I read the guide. So I fully understand what's the purpose behind it. It's just, it's, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm doing busy work. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it, and when yeah. it was really presented, that's what it kind of read like, like, okay, so this is just some shit to keep me busy when I'm not playing games. But I actually can see how um, you can kind of tailor it to how you want to build the team. So it's not just busy work. It's just a more in-depth uh, approach to you know, building your team the way that you want it to be built. So, um, it's definitely something that I gotta I gotta into if I want to improve my team. And I like that it could potentially, uh, you know, help the guys out who don't really do a lot of content uh, production. But um, I haven't actually gotten started with it yet. So uh, maybe in about a week, week and a half, I'll be able to give it a critique or be able to explain, you know, my approach. Uh, it's just one of those things that I really haven't gotten started with yet. Yeah, yeah. So um, before we continue on, uh, we do have somebody joining us. We have my boy, Kiron, in the building. Kiron, say what's up to the people. Yo, what it do? What it do? He's here for, he's a, he's a content hall right now. He's here for the quick buck. Um, <laughs> so uh, we were talking about, we, we've been diving into the emergency system. Um, cause we spoke on it briefly, but we wanted to really talk about it today. Um, I asked cook, I asked drama, you know, the whole emergent system, have you found a optimal route? What is your thoughts on the emergent system? Like just dive into the emergent system a little bit, um, and things you've seen that might be, uh, appealing to you in the future, like stuff like that. So if you want to, you want to take the wheel on the emergent system. Um, yeah, I, I really like the emergent system. I, I, I like everything about it because the thing is, we play our Madden games and it's over. You know, you, you do training with your team, it's over. I think one of the most, the, the thing that made me love this league for real is when I started to 
be able to put AR in players. And it's just one point, you know, and it ain't, it ain't, it don't do as much sometimes, but it's just a feeling that the game isn't over when I, when I, when I'm low down. And I feel like the emergency system just adds to that, like times 10, because I mean, who knows really what, what those things really do or will it help? But, but what I do know is the feeling I get to be able to feel like I'm still in touch with my team, not just when I'm playing, but when I, when I put on gut into emergencies and I'm training and I'm talking to coaches, I really feel immersed, which is, I guess, is a, is a smaller bird is what immersion comes from. You know, I feel immersed in my team and everything. I feel like that's what it's for. So I love that shit. So, uh, you know, looking into it, uh, me and Cook talked about it. Our focus so far has been more AR, uh, you know, doing our, we kind of need as a necessity to AR. Sound like a robot. Um, that's kind of where we are because hey bro. I'm boy Neff in the matrix for real. I think what you're trying to say is the emerging system has been, you know, it's one of those things that is early in the game, you know what I mean, early in the development, but it's definitely one of those tools that's going to add to the, you know, you mentioned that, like, even operations might be good for you. Yeah, uh, operations. <laughs> like I was saying, I think what Neff was trying to say is that the emerging system is, you know, just one of those um, new wrinkles that adds to the depth of, you know, team building and, and roster development that makes PML the unique place that it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Q hopped off there. Neff, you back? I, I swear, bro, I'm sorry. I almost threw my phone down. I was like, is it him or is it me? Yeah, but, uh, no, it's definitely him. He's on, he's on the road. You just put him in the chat. He's in a bad spot. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know he be going through, like, those tunnels and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, nah, you know, I feel like that's what I'm saying. I really can't speak on what I what it does because I really do. But I can just tell you what it makes me feel like. And what it makes me feel like is it makes me feel more immersed into the league, into everything, which is always a good thing. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, how am I right now? How, how, you got you a good way better. Right now you're good. Oh, my God. Uh, so my question for you is um, what, what has been your uh, plan uh, with the emergent system, uh, what what has been your route? Me and Cook talked about our routes being AR, um, an AR based like the trust, the wellness, the focus, um, and also I dove into operations to kind of you know knock knock it out in bulk, uh, save a little time. What has been your uh, kind of avenue when it comes to the emergent system thus far in its beta stages? Uh. My thing has been just watching y'all and seeing what y'all say is the best and then stealing what y'all do, honestly. All I'm doing is waiting, <laughs> waiting on y'all to do the work 
Hey, I got a people. I got a few people in there that I trust. You and Cook are one of them. And I just wait for y'all to let to 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 spill the beans on what you've been doing. Or I watch you. I watch Cooks. I watch Cooks focus groups. I search y'all y'all names all the time, and I see what y'all doing. I even watch who you put AR in and why and think about why you do it. So I'm just you know a little copy and paste, honestly. Yeah, well, he didn't like that. He left, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm just, I'm just dropping in and out with this, with this area, and I, I got, I'm fueling this truck up, and fucking, it's a bad area. Um, so if I drop out, cook, just take the wheel. Um, right. Well, if we, if you do drop out, what, what are we talking about next? You know, if I just. Yeah, if I just if I just uh disappear on uh, disappear for two seconds, just fucking take the wheel. Uh, but you know the emergency system has been great as a whole. Um, there's some appealing things like I mentioned the veteran uh, signing a veteran. I think if you meet with let's meet with your pro scout, and then if you you sign a veteran in free agency, they could go from normal to star, normal to even superstar if you had level three. Uh, my question is. If he's already a star and you do that veteran stuff, does it have zero effect? I, yeah, I gotta reread it. I don't think it has yeah. any effect. It would be interesting if, like, that whole veteran thing, you know, you get, you get, um, if you're a star, you can go up to superstar X Factor if you're level three. You know what I mean? Like, the the small chance, but you still have that chance, or you could go from star to superstar if you level two, something like that. But that's neither here or there. Um, you also have the attribute point, one uh, one that if you meet um with another position group, or it might even be the same. I I gotta look at the the guide. Again, that the awards from doing this He uh, that is left the building. That was that was pretty bad. <laughs> All right. Um, is he back? He back enough? Maybe. Maybe not. Oh, you're 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 still lagging bad. You are still lagging bad. Still bad. Still bad. Fuck it. It's JT. JT's kicking you out because you are lagging so bad right now. Alright, so... Alright, alright, alright. So... Take the world. All right, all right. 
Are we still talking about the immersion system here? Nah, let's change the subject, Cook, man. That shit's hilarious, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's move on to something else, Cook. All right, all right. So, uh, how about we look, we look at some stats here to see, like, who's leading the league and, like, passing and all that stuff. See who's, who's playing efficient quarterback play right now. So, uh, I got a unique one, Cook, if I could. I don't want, if I could just interject. Um, do, now, is I have this is a, this is the first for me thus far, right? In my years of being in PML, but as of right now, I think it's what week thirteen, week fourteen. My running back Alvin Kamara is leading the league in receptions, and uh, so I mean that's that's Kamara style, right? It is Kamara style, right? But I went yesterday and I looked at all of the potential end of the season awards, and Kamara is nowhere near qualifying for any of them. But are there any end of the season rewards for like stat leaders? For like the you know the, the guy with the number one receptions or the league's leading rusher? Like if you can get a, it's your record, bro. It's your record. He'd probably be up in the MVP race if he was in the playoff hunt. Yeah, and the other thing that really matters is touchdown. So um I don't know how many let's see. It's definitely touchdowns. Touchdowns is what yeah. is it? Lamar yeah, has ten touchdowns. So he's not he's not eyes up there right now. Yeah, Lamar won MVP last year all because of touchdowns because he had like fifty some total touchdowns. Okay, so just just leading the league in a statistical category doesn't net you anything in terms of uh, any postseason accolades, right? It's just whatever uh, awards Madden says you qualify for. Yeah, pro teams. Now, do you do you think that a running back who leads the league in receiving? Would qualify for all pro team, or is that just because I don't think I've been stat padding? It's just like you said, that's Kamara style, you know what I'm saying? But it was surprising to me to go look and see, like, damn, of all the receivers in the league, he's leading everybody. Because I didn't, it's not like I don't feel like I've been stat padding. Or the Colts coach, coach just called you Mr. Checkdown a, a day ago, so makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it's Camaro though. Why not check that? And I got. I'm, 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 I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying you're saying job. it like you're saying it like you're so surprised. Like, bro, somebody just called you, Mister Check. I'm sure those checkdowns. If all you need is five checkdowns a, a a game that you don't even notice, and then you got the design times that you actually throw him the ball, which could be another three or four times. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. I just, you know, what I'm saying for me, it was it was surprising to look and see that man. Because what are you looking anything. for? He's already an X Factor. That's what I'm saying. What uh, all? Pro, <laughs> what, what do you want? What do you want from him? Shit, I don't know, bro. I ain't even realized that. I hadn't even acknowledged that he was an X Factor. Because this is, yeah. I'm not used to having skilled players on my offense, bro. Like the my all my cycles of being in PML, all my skilled players was on defense. I've never had a good quarter. Well, I had a. Uh, Russell Wilson last year traded his ass away, but other than that, I ain't had like no superstar X Factor guy. You feel what I'm saying? So, hey, Cook, Cook, I got a question. Yeah. Cook, is, is, right. do you believe? Do you believe that 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 the Debo Samuel's trade? Which which trade do you think is, is worse? For is it the Debo Samuel trade or the Trevor Lawrence trade <laughs> or the Chris Jones trade? What was the third one? Chris Jones. Chris Jones uh, went for first round pick to the Steelers. So the Steelers got Chris Jones and gave up what could be the number one overall pick. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think the Trevor Lawrence trade was like, all right. 
like compared to the other two, like the Debo one was just unnecessary because he already uh, Drama already had Cooks and uh, Odell, so there is not really any space to get Debo give up those assets. But uh, the Chris Jones one, like A Rod, like he's probably gonna end up with a top pick, and he, like I I would just value that future first round pick more if uh, you know I was in that spot. And I you know A Rod thought he would compete, so it's different. But uh, you know we we know the history of A Rod BML. Can we, uh, I want to, I want to say my, the worst trade, I think, and it might be because of my need, uh, on my team and what it's done to the market, but the hype Mike two first round picks and, uh, another pick for DJ Moore ruined the fucking wide receiver market. It was w- way overpriced. The, the market's way overpriced. Like even even with the Debo trade, you got two first-round picks for Debo. It's like it's a little overpriced, in my opinion. I think that's a t- obviously a hype. Mike makes it work because Mike hype Mike don't care about draft picks and just does what he does. But I think that's a terrible trade. As far I, as and I, and I think Debo was a little better. And let me just tell you why: because Debo was only bad because of the situation. If if it, if he went to somebody who literally was like. Like, I'm about to make my offense run through him. Like, and it's about to be like Debo about to have 500 yards rushing, 1,200 yards receiving, 25 total touchdowns. It would have been like, woof, man. I mean, whatever. It was just like drama got him just because, you know, he was antsy. He just got in the league and he, and he was like, I'm about to get some weapons. I'm about to kill it with all this. And he came in the league and he didn't even, I just saw him his first game having a Debo package like a few games ago. I was, you know, he started the, the year. He didn't even have the Debo package. He was out here running post routes and Debo was split out wide. Like he was a number one Randy Moss. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, if, if, I think it was a little overpriced for what I wanted. But I was eyeing Debo too, but he he wanted uh, he wanted a lot for Debo, and I think it all led to that you know DJ uh, that DJ trade. So it is what it is. Uh, I I would have loved to have him. The way I, my offense goes, he would have been hella hella good at, at jet sweeps. <laughs> he would have he would have been fucking amazing at jet sweeps for me. Um, he, he's on the block in the off season. Talk, talk to, to- Drama, let him let me know. He, uh, I'll give you not two first round picks. Just let me know. I'll give you a first round pick. Get at me, bro. Get at me. Um, but yeah, you know, I I didn't like that trade just because of what it did to the market. I think DJ Moore went overpriced, and now everybody that has that wide receiver starts with the two first round picks. And if you don't start with the two first, it dies from there. Um. But um, the Kamara trade, I liked it for both. It was kind of like an NBA trade. I, that, well, that's what I didn't like about it. But I like it for both. I liked it for both sides when it came to, you know, what it is. The Saints needed a move cap. The Saints needed a quarterback. Uh, the Texans did need a quarterback, but I think the Texans needed more players than just the one player at that point. Uh, kind of yeah, the same thing I- with the Patriots. I don't know if I really like that trade, though, because you have Damian Pierce, and I don't, like, Drama didn't know it at the time, but Pierce was supposed to be a superstar. And, like, yeah. I, I'm really quick, yeah. though, would that have changed your mind trading for Kamara if you knew Pierce was supposed to be a superstar? Drama? 
Uh, yeah, it definitely would. It definitely would have, bro. Because if I had known that Damian Pierce was supposed to be a superstar, then I would not have been sending my early first round pick. I had three first round picks. Well, I should have had three going into the offseason, but because one had got traded away, um, I believe for I forget what one of them was traded away for, but I had two first round picks, and I would have definitely ended up um, sending the latter one in order to get, get Kamara. And in order to get Kamara, or at the very best, I would have just traded a second or third round pick to get the offensive lineman and then stayed and picked Stroud. But the press to get Kamara was because like, I need some kind of weapons in this backfield. And so, yeah, definitely knowing Damian Pierce should have been a superstar would have tr- changed a whole lot about how I spent that first offseason. Yeah, so uh, you only had two first round picks. You didn't trade a first round pick. You had yeah. the Browns and the Texans. You didn't have a third one. Yeah, and, and drama. You, you. I mean, to be honest, man, I, I think the, the the you shouldn't have traded for Kamara. I think, like I said, you just got antsy. I think you shouldn't have traded none of them. I don't think you should have got a quarterback either. I think, like, if you would have sat back and 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 got weapons and kept your first round pick this year, you would have learned how to play, and then you would have been like, then you would have had had collateral to move to go get Caleb Williams this year, and now you would have a whole young team full of young talent with a young quarterback and be able to do it all over now come in first season three. You just got antsy, bro, and it's okay. It happens. Yeah, and on top of that, look, um, you had Davis Mills on the roster. He's like a, what, third-year star quarterback that, you know, could have been given a chance over Jameis, who is like, I don't know how old he is in the franchise, like 29 or 30. He's pretty much a journeyman at this point, and developing him would be very tough. Oh, uh, is, is Jameis still starting for Houston? I, I think I saw uh, uh, Mills pop up on the uh, webmaster. He, he got benched. Yeah, Jameis uh, getting re-signed this offseason. Jameis is going to hit free agency, and we're going to run with Davis Mills the rest of the season and see what it is he has to offer in terms of his uh, quarterback and skills. Okay, okay. Um. Did you hit anybody up for a quarterback at the deadline this this season? Or you said, nah, this season's pretty much packed. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can and you know move on from it. Yeah, and nah, I learned my lesson, bro. Like, you know, everybody was warning me, everybody was telling me, listen, bro, the game plays different. You should take a season to get adjusted. And, you know, my my blind confidence didn't allow me to take heed to what everybody was saying. But, you know, I'm at a point in this season where I realized Okay, now I've learned how to play. I know what I mean. I know what doesn't. Now I just need to evaluate my roster and see what I have to go for in the offseason because I know I don't have a first. So I've got to go ahead and just um, see what I have with the players that are available to me. And then we're going to try to do some damage in the um, free agency market. Yeah, because uh, I know uh, Tua would have been on the block. Um, did you hit queue up for Tua at all? Nah, Davis Mills is a prospect of two at this point. Okay. All right. I, I just wanted to uh, get your eye. Uh, did you even inquire about Aaron Rodgers? Did you even go over to King Mike at all? Because I don't think yeah. I, I – you didn't have the capital for it either way. Yeah, no, nah, Aaron Rodgers, um, Tom Brady was flown out there, Dak Prescott, none of those guys interested me. Okay. All right. Um. You know, speaking about your team, let's get into, you know, the season so far. 
and we haven't done a lot of breakfast shows, so we haven't been able to uh, keep up on the season. Um, we're here. We can kind of talk about the overview of the season. Um, Cook, would you be able to pull up the standings uh, for me? Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> basically, we'll talk about each division, what how it's shaping out, and you know, um, some of that stuff. All right. So uh, we start with the AFC East, where uh, the Bills mm-hmm. are currently nine and three. Dolphins are uh, seven and four. Patriots three and eight, and Jets two and ten. And it's looking like, um, you know, the Dolphins are trying to give the Bills a, a run for their money for this division that the Bills kind of easily won last year. And, and Josh Allen is, is, is suspended, not for this game, but for the next two. So, oh, yeah, if, yeah. So, can win this, if he can win this game, he'll be within the game, and then T. Vander will have two games without Josh Allen. Yep. And uh, that's, that's, that's kind of big. Um, you know, you got the suspension from not streaming your games. Um, and then I was looking, and I I was trying to find Jay Clutch's stream, and I didn't find it for the last couple of weeks. So I don't know if uh, you know he was streaming and it just wasn't in game streams. Um, interesting stuff. Uh, His name is but, in Colts, I think. His name is in Colts, I think. Yeah, so you I, put, know, like, I put in No, I, I put it. I put in Colts, and the last Colts stream I have, or I pulled up. I didn't click on it, but it might be a missed title. It was week 10, um, I think it was, in game stream. So I, I hope everybody, you know, if you're going to drop the hammer on one person, I hope you're dropping the hammer on everybody. What's your fair for one is fair for all has always been what what I, I thought. So what's fair for one is fair for all. Make sure you drop the hammer on everybody there. Um, but when it comes to Josh Allen, you should know the rules. You know you have to stream. You know um, that you have to stream every game. And based on what JT said, the guys that were on the radar received a warning too. So at this point, you know, you really can't fail bad for uh, team man at all. I don't, I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like you really can't feel bad. I mean uh, – uh, it, this has always been like a rule that isn't always enforced stream thing, but um, yeah, it, it's always been a rule though. So if you're not following it, you're subject to uh, get hit. And uh, according to the uh, the announcement, I think it was people who did it multiple times, like multiple times, got caught not uh, streaming the game. So um, you're doing that, and you know, you're subject to any uh, punishment you get. And if you're like, yes. about. We talked about it on the prediction. There's really no excuse for not streaming at this point. You know, we the next gen systems is super easy to be able to just hit that broadcast button go live. Not everybody, you know, is an entertainer in their streams like I am. So for somebody who's just booting up and playing a the game, there's really no excuse for that. You know, what I'm saying getting your goddamn stream up, unless it's something that you're trying to hide or you just really don't give a fuck about, you know, what the rules of the league are. And that's cool. You do not care about the rules until. You have to suffer the consequences. So hopefully we'll see those guys shape up and start getting their streams out. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, uh, I, y'all, we already said my thoughts, but I'll say them again. I think that more people are like Nip and me and are watching. Um, hello? Oh, you can hear me? Yeah, we're here. We, you, we oh, yeah. Some. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I, th- I, think, I think this is nothing more then more people are like me and them, which is we're going to wa- watch our opponent and 
And if we're going to have any advantage, it's going to be we're going to Tennessee's in what you like to do in your money plays. And, and I feel like it's more people like us than we've realized this. And, 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 sure, and because when it was just me and you, when it was just you and a few people last year, you didn't, it wasn't that this bad. And then when it was me, when it was me and you, it wasn't that bad last year, last, last season. But now people are doing this. I'm like, because there's a lot of people who act like they don't watch tape, be sitting here watching tape and be sitting here running around for people. I told you, you know, the, the reason I knew I won that Chiefs game in the playoffs was the first play, one of the first plays of the game, I ran one of his fouls. And I watched him literally throw, throw crazy on that play and it just like shut down. Because he, he could just, he just knew, I knew everywhere he wanted to go and he was going to go, go deep and he didn't want to go deep. So he just gave me the win. And I'm telling you, I think that that's the reason why people are not screaming. Because instead of getting better and trying to, trying to expand their playbook, they rather just say, don't watch me and let me get my money plays off. Yeah, I, I when it comes to T like certain people like Kurt and T Bandit, um, I honestly don't think it's uh maniacal, but I could be wrong. They could be just playing, you know, playing people. But I don't think it's maniacal because they they're two guys that you know always complain about lag and and this and that. And honestly, I don't think you really need to watch uh you know film on Kurt because he'll throw you an interception no matter what. Um. <laughs> But but I don't think it's real maniacal. I think there are some people that like to hide it. Um, I forgot who it was. Um, I was doing I was doing uh, webmaster and I was trying to go through somebody's stream, and they don't have anything but the last game they played in PML. They don't have the game before. It's just the last game, and that's it. And it will be a couple of days, and then that will be replaced with the next PML game. I forgot who it was, bro. Um, but you know, yeah, I remember you know, who that was, so I, can, so I can learn. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I got to figure out who it was. It might even been, might even been the, uh, the stream. But I, I don't think it was. Shit, I got, I got to try to remember who that was. But, it, but it was funny just seeing the one game. Um, when it comes to uh, Josh Allen, I played. He made it without Josh Allen. He could still make reads. He could still be very good without Josh Allen. Um, so you can't go into the game lightly um, if Josh Allen is not on the field. As long as he's got Stefan Diggs and uh, those weapons, he's still going to be able to do his thing. Uh, Q, uh, interesting case. It, it, it's real. I don't. I think it's lu- he's lucky to be seven and four at this point. Well, he he, knows I, that. He he's knows lucky. That. Yeah, he he would. He, I think he would say it too. He's kind of lucky to be at seven and four at this point because he hasn't played good football. He just he's found ways to win games, and that's just from in the past. You know how to win games. It, it shows. Uh, you know when the chips are down, you know you know when to make a play. Um, but that whole AFC East, it's really uh, really uh, surprised that uh, Fallen's that bad at this point. Um, anything else that you guys wanted to point out about the AFC East before we move on? Um, I mean, I feel like your record, like it's three and eight, but there's just been so many opportunities for it to be better. And some of it is just, you know, um, we talked about in the past, just trying to learn how to close these games, learn how to play tough in the fourth quarter when the game is close and all that stuff. Like, I mean, you lost to the CPU last time. 
Um, you know, it's been some games that slipped away at the very end. So, like, I feel like the Patriots could have been a potential wild card team, and um, you know, some of it, some of it's just talent holding it back. Um, you know, season three when some of these Patriots rookies are up there, and you know, a guy gets traded for a sign in that team, it, it could be a different story. Hey, I, I'll tell you right now, the CPU cheats like a motherfucker. When I tell you, <laughs> I'm so destroyed emotionally. When I started seeing stuff happen, I was like, oh, shit, here it is. You know, here it is. I'm just going to find, find a way to weather the storm, but I, I, I'm going to get it done. Um, you know, there was, there was throws made that were – I wasn't even mad about the reads. I was just mad about outcome. Like, I think I, I ran a seam in a post um, on one play just to take – it was a cover four. I wanted to get something under the cover four, uh, the cover four look. Ran a team in a post. Next thing you know, my guy gets catches it. I don't know if you're hearing all the traffic next to me, but my guy catches it, gets broken up, pops in the air, and then fucking uh, they get an interception. I'm like, here it goes. Here's, here's the CPU uh, magic happening. Yeah. No, they, they, they got it. They got it. Yeah. No, they, ran, like, yeah. Now they ran a read option on me in the fourth quarter. That's when I knew it was for shit. They, 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 I wasn't on conservative, and they were in a free read option, not until the fourth quarter, needing a score for 80 yards for Kyle I ain't never seen that <laughs> shit like that. I ain't never seen them keep a read option and go 80 yards. They, they made a, they made a cover, they made a cover two or something like that look like a man blitz. Like, I was like, how does this look like a man blitz out the gate? Like, they could do shit that no user could do. No user in this league could do what they do as far as disguising the cover, uh, disguising the coverage like that. Like it looked like a man blitz. Like the safety was lined over the slot. It's like, bro, this is a man blitz, and then next, next thing you know, it's like a cover two trap. I'm like, bro, how did this fucking happen? Like that's not even the fucking read there. But um, um, they they do some like the zone chucks were elite on on each side, so any flood concept was bagged. I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do against this CPU at this point. Uh, but they, they cheat like a motherfucker. Fuck them. They cheat. We got to kick the CPU from the league. And fuck Jack for not being available. Straight up. I said the same thing to Deloitte. Deloitte takes the message on, man. I, suck. I said, no. Nah. No, nah, what sucks is you had a baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will kick your ass. <laughs> After I just told congratulations, I was pissed. <laughs> so, um, you know, moving on the, from the AFC East, uh, what do we got next, Cook? So the uh, AFC North, which is uh, kind of a little interesting because, you know, all these suspensions for the Bengals piling up. Joe Burrow just missed his first of two games, and I'm pretty sure Cammy and uh, Cammy played uh, Jay Clutch last night and lost. So uh, that should put the Bengals at nine and four. The Ravens are seven. I want to. I want to know how it, it could, did somebody watch that game and could tell me how it looked. No, oh, no. A, I, I watched a piece of it. It looked. Hey man, Cammy looked good, bro. Cammy looked like he had a quarterback that was seventy overall. He like like seventy eight seventy overall. Like he was missing throws. Like, Cammy still had to read, bro. Okay. I'm telling you, Cammy still had to read. Okay. Yeah. Like, 
Like, you didn't give them all and say, oh, you're lying about that. I'm just saying, uh, I just wanted to know what it looked like because I was interested without that fearless. We'll be some more thing. More under pressure today and stuff like that. Yeah, so, um, so that, that put the Bengals nine and four. Ravens are seven and five. And if they win, uh, who do they play this? Texans and then the uh, Phillies. All right, so yeah, the Ravens win. I think the uh, the Ravens are still a half game back of the Bengals, right? They're nine, of, uh, they're nine and five, basically. They're nine and five, right? Uh, the uh, Bengals are nine and four, but um, I think they, they have the tiebreaker on you, right? Right now, because of week one, yeah, they have the tiebreaker. They have the tiebreaker. So, so he's nine and four. Um, I have the Texans and Steelers. Uh, hopefully, drama doesn't give me any trouble. I'm not worried about the Steelers at all. So. Uh, yeah. if I can get to, if I can get to nine or five, and he can drop one more game because he doesn't have Joe Burrow, it can set up to where we're both with five losses, and then we could go into that week seventeen game for the division again. Um, yeah, and uh, just checking the Bengals' other game without Burrow is going to be against and the Niners, and um, that's not going to be an easy game, even though Ant's record doesn't show it. You know, he's been playing a lot of people tough this year. Oh I'm no! I, 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 I never. He's getting suspended because you know being a vet like that. I thought he streamed every game. I think it, it'd be with his connection. You know, his connection be bad. And Cook said yeah. that he he's done. Cook said that he's he was doing this when he was terrible last year. So yeah. it wasn't. It ain't understood. Like that's why I said if it was anybody that I believe it wasn't purpose. It was it's Tammy because I told people. Cammy had his all his streams up when we had a game to go to the Super Bowl. And and he knew I was watching tape. I told him and all those streams paid up. And I started running those routes for him and I and I and I took him for the Super Bowl. And he literally yeah. took it on the team. Yeah, and the reason why I knew Cammy never did the streams is because I was doing clips for a halftime show like, like I guess a year or two ago. And uh, Cammy's stream was one of them I knew not to even check because his games would never be up there. Like, he would never stream his games for whatever reason. And uh, this is what he's doing really bad. I might say this if I same thing. Like, when I was when I was helping you do clips, uh, when I was going back and watching the film, I know the Jaguars just don't have streams up. But he usually streams his games, though. That's different. Mike usually yeah, no. doesn't stream his games. Uh, Mike, he's doing Mike, it more this year, though. Now, Mike, Mike is the one who I was talking about, about the – he don't want people to see his stuff. You know, Mike is feeling our things, bro. Mike is feeling me from wanting to win and, and feeling like people think he's so good that he's a choke artist. He's feeling the heat to really win, so much so that he's the leading screen. He, I knew he was in this with something because when he was playing Danny, it's like usually he talks to me when I'm in the stream talking to him. He didn't say a word. I'm like – Oh, it's getting close to playoff time, and boys is getting scared. Boys is uh, getting scared. That's why I don't make it, so I don't have to worry about it. Peace of mind, you know what I mean? I don't have to stress myself out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, really quick, I just put up the box score for the uh, Bridgewater. He, uh, he had a good game, like, not, not crazy bad. It's like 317 yards. Uh, two touchdowns, one pick, but uh, twenty-one for forty-one. So, um, that that's probably where uh, Kira mentioned a lot of those missed throws from. Yeah, yeah, now he 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 missed a few. Like I'm telling you, Tony looked great, bro. 
Like, Sammy is – he knows what to do. Fearless just makes Sammy – okay, this. Sammy's a playoff team regardless, right? Fearless is what makes him fearless. fuck? <laughs> and to where he could damn near be a, like, fringe Super Bowl contender. And he won a Super Bowl for real. Yeah. That's what Fearless does, and that's the whole point. The point ain't supposed to make somebody who's starry a Super Bowl contender. It's somebody to boost him over the hump. This is why JT creates, makes these teams the way he does and does rankings. He does it to, to boost a few over the hump where, where, look, I was ranked number 21, but if you give me a little help, which is the Ravens, mixed with me doing a little content, Mike, Mike was number six or five or whatever he is. Give him the Jags and give me the Ravens. Now that's yeah. a great game. It's a great yeah. game. Yeah, and just like some of the guys that got these teams, right? Cammy was probably even lower than you in the ranking. T-Band to get in the Bills. He was probably somewhere in the middle. But um, I don't think he won a playoff game last year. But him having the Bills suddenly makes him a, a real threat to be a Super Bowl contender. Um, Code's getting the Bucks in that division might have been a little bit too much. But Code's getting the Bucks in general put him from potentially mid-pack to winning a Super Bowl. Uh, Mike getting the Packers, which um, he just won a Super Bowl. But he was supposed to really get that to compete with K-Mac. And that was a good elevation. And then, um, you know, DK getting the Rams, which is a solid team. And um, we've seen what DK could do with a good team and it's working that magic again. So, yeah, it's like these guys getting teams is just what you do with them. You're not guaranteed success. Exactly. No. Exactly. And Neff will be right there, too. But Neff wants his, his team. <laughs> like, y'all think, y'all think Neff don't be DMing JT what he wants? The flip end of the spectrum is, um, right, like uh, the Chargers, right? They're a really good team. And she had a great opportunity to get a, a, probably the best year one team moving and didn't. The uh, Browns, really good team. That can't win with them. So you give these guys. Hey, hey, I, I feel so bad for HD because he was he was on cloud nine after being t Benny. He's like, my, my defense, uh, eight and nine playoff run. And then got. Yeah, well, you know, Jack is living. Jack is living rent free, and he's in that. Right, Nev's lagging back. He's lagging back. He's lagging back. Nev, you lagging, baby. You lagging. So, so real quick, I'm gonna try to talk over Nev here. Uh, we didn't talk about the Steelers and Browns, but uh, Browns only have one win this year is against the Steelers. Steelers don't have a win. No need to talk about them. They're they're doing trash. Yeah, we need, and I need, and I, and I hope that they don't get uh replaced. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, you were lagging bad, Neff. You were lagging that. But but uh, I just want to say real quick, Phillies and Browns don't need to be don't need to be switched out. They're some great guys, and they're great for PML, uh, you know. And they're getting better, man. They really go. Are. are they? Uh, I think so. <laughs> All, right. All right. On that note. I think we can switch to the AFC South, which uh, really switched up from what this division was supposed to be at the start of the cycle, where uh, Bubba was supposed to get the uh, Colts, not even the, the Titans, but he got them. Uh, we're supposed to have a pro player get the Colts, didn't happen. We had Isaiah Rodgers with the Colts. He left. We had the Texans with a problem. He left. So year two, it's like, a, you know, High Mike was the only consistent thing in this division with the Jags. 
But um, it, it's turned out to be a pretty competitive division between the Jags, the Titans, and the Colts. Right now, the Jags are kind of running away with it 10-2, and two, but they're facing some suspension issues and uh, some mental issues, potentially. And then uh, the Titans, they started the year off really well. They, they're kind of in you know, a little up-and-down uh, tailspin right now and the borderlines of being a wildcard team. And then the Colts, they kind of snuck up on everybody. No one really expected them to compete, but I think they're 7-5 and five now because they won the game last night. So they have the, actually have a better record than the Titans. And then, uh, of course, the Texans, they're 3-9-2. Uh, they're and two. Yeah, I think, and I think, uh, I think you're right, but I think, I think this is the AFC South has actually turned into, like, interest and, like, maybe not this year, but next year, you know, when the Colts get a year of that team getting better and Malik gets a year after he's stolen MVP because Bubba only cares about stats and getting the next Once all that happens, you know, and we're Mike not doing content, like the Jags will be a, will be just the same or maybe a little better, but the Colts are going to make a big jump. And the Titans, what does that division look like going forward? It might be one of the most competitive ones. Yeah, and then Drama's always lurking, man. Drama's always, yeah. he's not having a good season right now, but he's lurking. And if he gets a year under his belt of having this team and learns them and learns the game, I mean, I wouldn't count the Texans out of anything. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But for this season, it looks like the Jags are... Right now. Am, I, am I back? Are you, you, back? Yes. You, you sound back, I think. Yeah. All right, hopefully, hopefully. Um, yeah, uh, what else? Uh, the Texans, you are on the AFC South? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bubba, like, Bubba is doing what he can with that Titans roster, but... Next, I think next year is going to be a lot different. Um, what is it? What is his record right now? I know you. I heard, heard uh, seven, Jack at seven and five. Seven, seven and six. six. Seven and six. He still has a chance. He definitely has a chance for a wild card spot. And um, honestly, with that team and the way it's constructed, it's on. It's uh, it's impressive that he's at seven and six. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, no, it is. Go ahead, come yeah, on. no. Uh, I mean, that team, like, you know, really the driving force of the Texans imagine Derrick Henry, and he got rid of Derrick And he has his Derrick Henry light and Bijan, but, like, the rest of that roster is just not that impressive. And the Titans are, like, a win-now team in year one. They kind of deteriorate afterwards. That's what the Titans yeah. were last year, and Wimmy kind of dealt with that a little bit. Now, uh, Bubba's, he, he kind of jumped ahead of that by um, not taking that win-now window in year one and just trying to rebuild from the jump. As opposed to Winnie, who went to the championship game in year one, then had to deal with the rebuild. Yeah. Um, it's, it, and I think uh, when it comes to the Jaguars, too, I know you mentioned the suspension. It doesn't matter. He's, he's winning with a uh, 73 overall quarterback anyway, so it really don't matter. Um, with him, I don't know how you y'all feel about that, but uh, Jordan Love, not Jordan Love, be fine. I think it matters a little bit because Jordan's and like he likes to do quarterback sneaks and read options and use Jordan's leg to open it up a little more with cameras and King. I don't think it'll make a difference with him winning, winning the the, the number one seed or anything. It's just with Mike, we all know what it is. Because I already said it's mental at this point, mentally yeah. and- to do what he needs to do. Yeah. And he always wants to have a backup. Who does he have a backup? Cameron Rising. 
No, he's not. Rookie from Utah, quarterback. He kind of looks like Gardner Minshew a little bit in real life. Oh, really? So yeah. he's got he's got the, the stash going to flow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, I mean, not having a mobile quarterback, I could see how that could affect his gameplay, like you said. Maybe like he's Jordan Love in that sense. Um, but you know that that division's pretty much his at this point because he's only lost Jordan Love for two games, right? Yeah, he played one of those games last night against Burn where um, he got out to a slow start, but he actually was building momentum to come back and win that game. It looked like uh, that was one of those tight booty hole moments for the uh, for the Saints and Burn. He was kind of folding the game away, and he got away with throwing a pick at the end where he was up three. He threw a seam route to Taysom Hill where the safety uh, was in a cover three and had a good chance to make the play on it and just whip. And Hill got the catch and got the dagger touchdown. So Mike, Mike was still in position to win that game. So, I, you know... It's not like it's all down south without Jordan Hall. Yeah, so that 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 division, um, you know, looking at Hype Mike, what what do you see? Do you at least see uh AFC championship game? Um do you think you know, you, you pointed out that people, you know, think Mike is a choke artist as far as being, you know, always there but not able to get over the hump. Do you think this is the do you think this might be the season for him? Or do you think he's still a few pieces away? Taking taking I mean, out, you know, the bias of being in the AFC and you know, you have to you have to I mean, I, I think I think his biggest deficit is just the teams he has to go against in the playoffs. Like he's got the Jags, he has to go against the Bengals or the Bills or the Ravens or even the Dolphins. Like he's getting out team from the jump and in the playoffs when you know, the field tightens up, that makes a lot of a difference. And that's what happened last year. He played the Bengals, and uh, the Bengals put up 50 points on him, and Burrow was doing whatever he wanted. Burrow had, like, probably one of the best playoff games I've seen anyone have in PML. Yeah, and and and, and that makes me having a better team mixed with my mental of what I think, because the thing is now, I've been there before. I really know what it takes. And I, I know what it takes. And I'm saying, before we put all this this, I have a ritual that I did before, the, before those games. Every time. And I know exactly pre-game, post-game, <laughs> what to drink. I know it all. And I, feel like, and I feel like at the end of the day, he ain't built for that playoff for 40 minutes. And I love Mike. That's my little homie. I think Mike is, I said it, Mike is the coldest person to me. As far as stick skill, as far as skill playing, man, I always say you got Mike, you got Cook. See, these are, are synonymous with Super Bowls. These are just when I watch you, you know, it's kind of like people always say Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback ever, and it ain't because of the rings. They be just saying like the the the, the, the eye test. When I look at him yeah. play quarterback, I think that's the best looking quarterback I've ever seen. Now it's Pat Mahomes for me. Like I test when I see Pat Mahomes, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen play. And I'm saying Mike is like that with TML, Brett. It's all about mental, bro. So I don't. I, I'm not scared of him. Like I would love to play him more. Like I'd rather play him and T Bandit than Cammy in the playoffs any day of the week. Yeah, and uh, I mean the part I just Cammy just plays confidently no matter what's going on. He's yes. trusting his system. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, you know, enough with the AFC South. Uh, what's, uh, what's the next division, AFC West? Uh, yeah, so the final AFC division is the West. You got um, – it's pretty much a three-horse race for this division, like, right now, where 
The Raiders are eight and three. They're currently up right now. Chargers, right? The Chargers are in that, right? <laughs> funny. funny. Uh, you got the uh, Chiefs, who are seven and five, and you know, half of those are CPU wins, but. Um, they got a big win over those Chargers to put them at seven and five, so they're like uh, a game out. And then you got the Broncos who are six and six. They're kind of slumping a little bit, and uh, six, six potentially. And one. What? I said six, six, and one. Oh, oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> I didn't look at the tie part. Of this. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> but yeah, Broncos are on an L three right now, so they're really slumping and kind of falling out of that race. And then of course the Chargers are two and ten. And- this, I mean, I mean, the Raiders are, are, are holding it down. I, I, I think they, we'll just see how these last five games go because he started out strong last year, I believe. You know, but this one's going to get tight, and you just never know what's going to happen down the stretch because the AFC is fighting, bro. It's, it's three wild card spots, and we're talking about me, potentially the Dolphins, the Chiefs. The Broncos, the Colts, and the Titans. That's 16 for three spots. Yeah. And right now, based on the standings, um, like in Madden, the Chiefs are out, but they're 7-5. and five. They're a team that's probably going to enter that discussion. Um, and then you got the Broncos, who were in there for the first half of the year, but now they're out at the last second. Um, you know, Ravens are 7-5. and five, Dolphins are 7-4. and four. So, like you said, it's, it's not enough space in the end for some pretty good teams. Yeah, exactly. And that happened like I'm, I'm, I'm the next that. No, I'll just no, say no, the next one I should be in. I, I was like the next one I and the next one I'll probably be in at seven because the Titans were in the last bracket, but they lost. And I have the top break over them anyway because I beat them. I feel like my, my saving grace is that I have the top break over the Titans and Chiefs. Because I beat them both. So that's what I'll have over them. But yeah, bro, it's gonna be tight. Yeah, and um the battle for who wins that AFC West is completely up for grabs. The Raiders have been really streaky. I think they legit won five in a row, lost three in a row, and then won three in a row. They got a tough game against the Vikings this week. That's a hell. That's a hell. Yeah. The Raiders, uh, I will say the Raiders, though, have had an impressive season. Um, they had an impressive, oh. impressive season, but I still think, yeah, that's a, I think that's a nail. I think that's a bad matchup for the Raiders based on what I know he likes to do. And this is just from laughing him with him once. And I always say, I'm, I told him prediction show. I'm never taking a, a new person to be CEO because you got to know you got to play CEO to know CEO, and to know you can't come out there playing the way you've been playing because that boy been watching. All right, yeah. See, CEO is notorious for uh, you know he's not playing on advance night because he's got to watch some film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But uh, when it comes to the rest of the AFC West, uh, the Broncos, um, I remember somebody mentioned, you know, jump balls were getting locked by, what, Jay Clutch? Was, was, was it that was playing him? Or who was just playing him recently? Like, oh, they're locking up the jump ball. SP Dot was locking up the jump balls. Um, I honestly, I, I don't, I definitely don't fear uh, the Broncos' passing attack. Um, and I don't think he is a great runner with the football. I think he just does some wild shit and hope it works. Um, but it's it's kind of impressive that he's six six and one. I I wouldn't expect that with the way he plays. 
Uh, but he's been getting it done. Uh, he had, he lost Albert O in his suspension, correct? Usage, yeah. usage suspension. How long? Yeah, I think he has one more game. That's a that's yeah. a huge thing for that offense because Albert O. When I played him, it's just the him it, being able to go up and get it was uh was a big thing and uh, also stretch out the field vertically against linebackers. So um, I think it's it's a big piece of his his uh, offense. And once he gets him back, uh, you can kind of see him, you know, uh, rounding into form once again. Um, the Chiefs, Jack Smith's like five games already, six games. Uh, I don't know if that was actually true, but somebody said it in chat. Um, he missed our game because uh, of the holidays and EA being down, basically. So I'll give him a pass on that. Um, but he's got two CPU wins from what I and nah, I think he has three. Three CPU wins. HD, you and who else? Did he? Uh, did Q play this? You no, know, the Q played to the Cowboys. Uh, I think it was Fallen. The Jets lost. I think the Jets lost the Chiefs CPU week seven. Yeah. Uh, nice, nice. So uh, three CPU wins. Um, and he's sitting there. What? Six and six and six, or six and seven, or seven, seven and five. Six? Seven and five. Seven and five. Um, you know, it, it's nice when your CPU can take care of business for you. Um, and then HD's just HD in this in this division. High high HD, good job. Um, next division or the uh, NFC. Yeah, so we're gonna go to the NFC now. We're gonna go to the uh, let's see, that was first. I got the NFC East. So right now it's. Uh, Giants and Commanders, both A and three. Giants are currently ahead based on. I actually have no idea if we have the same division record. I don't know because we haven't played yet. But we're we're both pretty much tied for first right now. Uh, Eagles are six yeah. and five, sniffing contention, and the Cowboys are four and eight. You must have a better NFC record. If y'all are tied, is is who has a better? Uh, uh, same conference record. Same conference oh, record. Same I, division record. Oh, they just rolled the dice. They just rolled it. I think it's just giant. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. That. New York's ahead of Washington. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's something yeah, like that. It's alphabet, gonna, alphabetical I order. Gonna, I think that's gonna be an interesting, you know, thing because we already know how you and women are coming. I just want to say those Giants are not season one Giants, and, and Cook has been put under the radar feeding those beasts. And I watched that team. That team is as good as every other team, and now they got Cookie Board. Body. So you better watch out for them. And we already know what women are going to do. Women's team is getting better. Women is nice. I like the English. I thought, I thought it would be more competitive, but Hefe going out of town kind of messed that up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you also got Wombo having Derrick Henry, which is always a wild call because at any moment he could beat any one of y'all if his X factor get activated. So it's a good division. Yeah, uh, me and Wombo play this week. If he wins that game, he would be uh, seven and five, and definitely, you know, in contention for anything, even the division right now. And considering women and I have to play each other twice, that's uh, either potential split or uh, someone goes two zero right there, and that, that could be big for uh, playoff in general. Because whoever, like, if I lose both games against Lemmy, that could, you know, the way the NFC is right now, like, potentially put me out completely. Hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be. Yeah, the uh the Eagles are interesting. Um they have uh you know going up against them this season, they have one of the better teams in the league. 
I think uh, HD is, you know, always front and center as far as having the Chargers and being shit with them for some reason. But I think, you know, the Eagles, people forget how good they are. Um, I know Jalen Hurts is not the Jalen Hurts in real life, but it's still a really, really, really good team and uh, got a lot of things you have to worry about, including Derrick Henry now. Um, and also they have Madden uh, on the staff and help help them out, help them get some wins too. So I just wanted to point that out. Uh, shout out Madden and EA for uh, giving them the win against the Patriots. Fucking. Um, what is the next division? Uh, next division, we got the NFC North. So right now you got the Packers who are not only winning the division, but in first place in the conference at 9-1-1. And I won't forget the tie this time. The Vikings are 8-3, and three, and of course they have lost to the Packers, so they're down a, a tiebreak in that situation, though. Um, I don't know, a tiebreak will matter since the Packers have a tie in their record. But uh, yeah, Vikings are 8-3, and three, still have to play their game. Bears played their game and won this week. They are 8-4, and four, and uh, it's really a three-way battle in that division, kind of like the way it was last year. And then you got the Lions at 3-9. and nine. Um, uh, What were you going to say? I was just gonna say that division is exactly what I thought, man. Mike gonna run the division. Mike's own CEO. CEO is great against everybody else. He owns like it. And uh SP Dot team is just they are close. CEO owns Dot, but Mike owns them both. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Mike yeah. Mike definitely owns CEO. That is a I don't know what it is, but even he, he, CEO just doesn't have an answer for Mike. Does not have a single answer for Mike. I don't yeah, know. And likewise, SP Dot has no answer for uh, CEO <laughs> at all. At all. And she, uh, since the the first Super Bowl where SP Dot beat Mike, like you said, Mike has C, uh, CEO and SP Dot in his back pocket. Yeah, yeah. So. and basically since the Packers started playing Aaron Rodgers, they haven't lost since. Of course, they had him and Hooker for the first couple of games, but since he's put Rodgers in there, it's um you know not so surprisingly made a huge difference. Uh, playing Mike last week, it, it it definitely shows that Rodgers Rodgers makes those throws, and you know not really any other quarterback's gonna make. And um, yep. you know Mike is able to put him in positions to be efficient and. Um, it definitely elevates that Green Bay team as a favorite in you know the entire conference. What would you rather have? Quick question, real quick. Would you rather have Aaron, if they were both twenty five years old, uh, same overall? Would you rather have Aaron Rodgers or Joe Burrow? Burrow, because of fearless. But I mean, Rodgers at twenty five might have like ninety nine throw patterns. I don't know, but I, I think I'd rather have Burrow on the Okay, so fearless over the gunslinger because the way. Aaron Rodgers flips that ball, bro. It's just, oh, my God. Yeah, and, and part of it is not just the gun swing. He has that slinger one throwing enemy. It's like quicker than any other. Yeah, so what are, yeah, I, I, I would agree with you, Cook. I, I would take the fearless. That fearless is just, it's just a, a complete game changer. That fearless, being able to make throws late in progressions without any hinder to what you're doing is, is just, it's, 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 what, it's what you need in this moment because you know the Patrick's just going to get there. So, a few, just, times just, I watched, a few times I watched the Bengals yesterday, I will admit, there was a few late throws, like, just a tad late, I was like, 
Yeah, Burrow. He's used to that Burrow timing where that doesn't yeah. matter. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Um, that's that's basically what I was interested in because I I never thought Cammy was a bad passer. Um, I thought Cammy, you know, didn't go through his progressions fast, and I think the fearless just worked hand in hand with that. Like he could go through a, pro- a progression, but a lot of uh, more people uh, like people without fearless have to go through that progression two times as fast because you're going to worry about the under pressure. Well, I think, I think you're really underestimating how good Jamar Chase is. Jamar Chase is the best receiver in our, in our league by far. Like, Jamar oh, yeah. Chase beats double coverage. If, if he cuts <laughs> the separation that he gets, like, like why, do you think, why do you think he runs those corner routes? Because he outruns the, the, the cover two man, both of them. He'll outrun a cover one. He'll outrun a cover four. Cover four. Yeah, outrun a quarters. <laughs> corner. You better not have a match. First of all, you better not. You better take match off with, with Jamar Chase because when that safety or that corner decides to match him, it's a wrap. Because they make that decision when he gets even with them, and he leave him. I think you really and, uh, Jamar Chase. What is what is he up to? Ninety six speed. Uh, this man. He's got him up yeah. to ninety six speed. He's just, he's just, he's he's 94 overall. He's leading the entire league in receiving yards right now. So, um, you know, he does that. That might be, uh, he's got 10 touchdowns. So right now he's, uh, I think uh, there's a couple of guys ahead of him. Okay. uh, okay. Yeah. Right now, uh, Claypool has 14, Metcalf and, uh, Metcalf Quez and, uh, A.T. Perry with 12. Stephon Diggs 11. Then you got uh, Dawson Knox, Knowles, the rookie from the Rams, and Chase with 10. Mm. Okay. I got to spam in the very range of that. It's okay. But uh, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, what we talk about the NFC North? Yeah, that's, 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 that's uh, Mike's division. Yeah, I think like, right now, just based on team wise, like, that's just you know, the Packers are yeah. going to have that, that edge. And the Came Bears, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think was, this was supposed to be a division where the Lions were in it too, right? Because last yeah. year, K-Mac had them at the number one seed, and all four of these teams were playoff contenders. And now um, the Lions, they're on an L four, and they're not. We were supposed to see K-Mac go crazy with with Jameson Williams. Jameson yeah. Williams was supposed to be like ninety overall, going crazy. Yeah, and D- uh, DJ Chark and jump balls. All that. Yeah. But uh, I guess we can move on to the NFC South now, which has had a surprising resurrection from last year where Codes won the division in, like, week three. And right now, uh, the Bucs are on a four-game winning streak, so they're 8-4 and four now. You got the Falcons right on their heels, 7-5. and five. They just got a big win against uh, the Titans in overtime, I think. And then uh, the Saints, they got a big win against the Jaguars. They're 6-6. Six and six. So you got those three teams... I mean, it's still the Bucs division to lose at this point, but uh, Falcons and Saints at the very least have thrown their hat in the ring for a wild card spot. And then, of course, the Panthers still haven't won a game. But that was better, at least. Yeah, I, I, I think it's so funny watching Burn. Burn does this every year. He has games where you're like, Burn's terrible. Then he has a game where he's winning. He's like, Burn's good, actually. And then you look up and he's 9 and 8, 8 and 9. Somewhere around there, 500. I think for like ever since I've been in PML, Burn has been 500 at the end of the season. And it's funny that Burn and, uh, what is it, 
Burr and Greeny are in the same division. I feel like they kind of have similar play styles on defense, where they just go coverage and just dare you to, you know, check them down to death. And uh, they win games just based on frustrating people in that style. And uh, I think that's what's working for them so far this year. Yeah, and we knew Greeny was going to be better with his work. He's still the Bucks division on the league. We all see nobody testing them, at least not this season. You know, I think season three will be the first time when the Bucks get one year older, and Brady's not there anymore. Yeah, and Falcons get one year better. You know, we're we'll all see something. You know, but this is a good showing. I mean, for you too. Yeah, and yeah, and we saw uh, the Bucks. They tried to run DTR for a game and almost lost to the Panthers. Probably should have lost to the Panthers. And, um, you know, that's something to look at. Where next year without Brady is. Brady makes a lot of those throws. What are the Bucks going to do? But I know Cody's is trying to rebuild that team while also keeping them in contention. Um, I'm sure there's yeah. a plan there. Yeah, what, what do you think? You think you think Tom Brady might not die? I'm in the league where we're going to 2025, and we're, we're in the draft, and the dude just offered me Tom Brady. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's is still he still playing? an X-Factor or a superstar? <laughs> He's like a superstar. <laughs> I got to look, bro. I, I don't, don't quote me on it. I just know he offered me Tom Brady. And I was like, bro, how is Tom Brady still playing? Yeah, and um, so Brady's on, on a one-year deal, uh, a franchise tag. And if Coach tries to franchise tag Brady again, it's going to cost more money. Franchise tag uh, increases, I think, like 15% or something if you try to do it uh, twice. Uh, yeah, but, but you know, Coach is stingy. He's not, he's not letting Tom Brady walk and let a contender just sign a good quarterback. He will franchise pack him and, and hold him before he let anybody just pick up Tom Brady. You know. Yeah, but it might be the expense of the cap. But just looking at Brady really quick, if he does lose uh, X-Factor and go to Superstar, he would lose set the lead. He would still have hot round, but he would lose that set the lead, and that would be uh, a major issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll see. yeah so we'll see next year, but yeah, I got the buck there. Right now, yeah, just for sure. Uh, so just looking at the schedule, the Bucks and Falcons play Week 18, and that that could be a game that matters if the Falcons are still winning. We'll see. Oh yeah, because the Falcons beat the. I mean, yeah, if the Falcons keep winning and the Bucks drop one here or there, boy, yeah, that and, could be something. And Greeny, I he beat the Bucks the first time, right? Yeah, he did. So if he wins that, you know, that's basically uh, an extra game he has in his cap if they tie, and that's that's him. And he'll have Kyle Pitts back for that game, I believe, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the NFC North or NFC South is definitely more competitive this year. They, you know, have a chance to send three in the playoffs here. Might might be two, but potentially three. Uh, the NFC West, the final division. Uh, this has been a pretty competitive division this uh, season. The Rams are eight and three. The uh, Seahawks are six and five. Where is that? I'm not even all right. Uh, yeah, so Rams 8-3 right now. They're leading the division. Seahawks 6-5, and five, and the Seahawks and Rams played as well. Seahawks win that. That division gets really interesting. If not, the Rams are probably a good spot. Uh, the Cardinals are 6-6. Six and six. They, uh, yeah, I believe they just lost to the Commanders last week. So, uh, And then you got the Niners, who are 4-8 and eight and are on a four-game losing. Yeah, see, I feel like this is a division I would never want to be in. And it ain't for the DK. It ain't because of, uh, of D. I'm cool with having top-heavy division. What I'm not cool with 
is very individual people like D. Lloyd and N, who who have puns and don't care and have bad records, but will beat you at any moment. <laughs> That's what I do not want to play against. I'm telling you. I was in that game against Ant. Like, I can't wait to get this game over. If I get a dub, I won't see him no more. Because I like games where if you're going to be good, you have a good record, all that, and I can prepare like it is what it is. Let's go in there and try to get a dub. Like, having the pressure, but the team, but, but playing with somebody because somebody's the big uh, record's not good, but you know their trap game sucks. So yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that. But, but yeah, track- I think this, yeah, yeah, you good. good. Yeah, but I think this division is is all, right. is, is, is all going to come down to this next game. And not only the division, these playoff run is on this game. If he wins this game, he, he opens himself up for the playoffs, not just the division to keep losing. He could be a hard man out. And DK knows that. And I think DK wants to send I want to backtrack for a quick second. Um, I heard you talking about Tom Brady and Coach and the, the Bucks. Um, Coach is a stingy motherfucker. Fuck him. Uh, he want to let the, the dream come true of Tom Brady uh, just finishing out the season with the New England Patriots. I offered him a second. I offered him a second and I think a fifth for well, he wants to Tom win. Brady. He wants to win, man. Yeah, no, that, he's in a win now mode. In a ring, yeah. not, you're not going to persuade him from having a chance at winning a Super Bowl. For uh, no, 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 no. He's, 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 he's running with DTR. Is he running with the fucking the rookie? No, no, he's playing with Brady. He just throws the rookie in to try to score touchdowns in the red zone and stuff. And yeah, to try to get some points. Yeah. Oh, he does some cheesy shit with the rookie. Oh, okay. No, he doesn't. No, listen. He he's playing to win another Super Bowl. He's not. If he was, if he DTR is not the answer. And and if DTR started every game, he wouldn't be eight and four. He knows that. He he. You basically have to prod Tom Brady out his arm by giving him something he couldn't refuse. A second is what he's worth. But a second isn't worth losing my chance at a Super Bowl in year two. Yeah. Oh, he came to me. He came to me with Tom Brady. No, the next. Yeah. The Niners, you wanted the first. Yeah, he wanted the first. You're the Patriots. Well, and you're now. And you're a Patriots fan. He wanted two first. Oh. No, yeah, you would have done one first. No, he would have done one first. I'm 100% sure yeah. he would have done it for your first. You just, and you know why? You, just, you know why he wanted him? Because you know why he wanted a first? Because he wants to get Kyler Murray off Deloitte, who said it will take three or four firsts to get Kyler. That would be kind of scary. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Kyler's a star. The hell with Kyler. Is he a star? I thought he was a uh, star. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a star. He, got, he, got, um, he lost his death because Deloitte threw two picks. Oh, yeah, because Deloitte sucks. No, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, you're on the NFC uh, West. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, what was it? Uh, Kira was just talking about the Seahawks. Their season's on the line. And I just checked. They played the play Rams twice in the next three weeks. So, uh, these next three weeks are really going to decide what the Seahawks' season looks like here. Whether it's just, um, you know, just make sure Shroud's look, looking good in the stats and all that and try to get some devs or... Now they're going to go for a playoff spot because they have the Rams, the Cardinals, who they lost earlier in the year, and then the Rams again. So they win these three games. They're basically number one in the division. Yeah, because they'll uh, they'll notch two games off the Seahawks and get the tie break off. Uh, uh, I'm going to ask you, Kieran, Um 
you kind of you talk to Z a lot more than anybody else on the panel. Um, is this a disappointing season for him? Because he got you can see they I think well, he, I think there was more he expected from getting that quarterback. Well, I'll, listen, Z is Z and me are a lot in a lot of ways. That's why we we commit a lot because we we think a lot a lot of ways. He's ultra competitive, right? But mm-hmm. like I told like I told him, and he got it. Like, bro, you can't expect so much from yourself when you literally are fighting for your real life. Like, people don't understand. Z had finals in the middle of this season for the last six weeks. This whole season, he's he's been preparing for his real life in the real world and trying to build something. You can't honestly expect a person who's out here being a kind of be a doctor to come in PML and come with the same intensity needed, especially when his team isn't there yet. Like, so... Yes, he's disappointed, but and he, he gets it. He's smart enough. He understands oh, yeah. how real life comes first, and maybe he can salvage something, but maybe he dug himself a hole he can't dig out of. And he and like I told him, they'll all try to make you feel like you like you like you're disappointed, you fucked up. But you know the truth, bro. <laughs> the next year you'll be back free and you can do what you want to do. And you can do, do your thing. But in the end, Bro, he's lost three. He's lost two or three games just because he has a rookie quarterback who's going to sell passes that he didn't sell earlier. See, the thing about Locke is Locke would sell the pass in the first quarter that he did in the fourth quarter. So Z pretty much knew what not to throw. The tricky thing about these rookies is because they have the the, the ratings, they 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 throw the pass right the whole game, but then Madden scripts it to where they become a rookie being a rookie. At the wrong mm-hmm. time. And, yeah, and that's and, what the two games. Yeah, and, like, when Z and I played, like, a lot of what decided the game was in the first half. And then that first half, it was a rain game. And Shroud was, I mean, sailing. He might have sailed five passes legitimately out of bounds. Not even, like, within reach of the body. Yeah, for sure. See? And, and so, Max, so, mix that mixed with somebody out here really out here for doing finals to become a doctor like this is what you get like it to me it's a it's crazy to think that he's actually ain't still contention because i didn't even believe that watching his record when i looked at his schedule with him i was, I was like you got finals oh your ass you about to be a top 10 pick. and you about to hear from everybody <laughs> that's that's yeah. why that's why i asked you because i wasn't it was a, i'm not saying you know yeah has it has had a disappointment to me i want to see his perspective on it uh, yeah, because, he, he, you know. he just competitive. Yeah, no, he's just competitive, and he thinks that he should be winning because he thinks that he's better than everybody. He has that confidence that ain't nobody can beat him. But bro, he know what it is. Like I told him, like when he was about to play Cook, I'm like, bro, Cook is coming for your fucking neck for what you did for him in the playoffs. And you out here talking about Cook play that nice guy shit. Cook's a savage. The hell, don't get you, don't get it. He thinking about what you did for him in the playoffs. He wants your goddamn head. He want to knock you the hell out and be your friend after the game. <laughs> and it, it happened. Like, he started off with a thing, but it happened. And CJ Stroud starts selling him. And, hey, bro, it is yeah, what it yeah, is. Hey, is serious. I didn't want to say this when it first happened because, you know, I didn't want to start anything in chat. But that week one game that me and Cook played, I would have hit that ice kick. But he DM'd me. He's like, you hit this kick, I'll kill you and your family. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> wait, wait a second! Everybody thinks Cook's a nice guy. I was like, Jesus, relax. Yeah, Cook, 
Cook is a savage. You don't, you don't know a savage. Only a savage knows a savage. And I listen to Cook so many times on that rare song. I know a savage when I hear one. He's a savage. Yeah, Cook. Yeah, Cook will get you out of nowhere. Um, but you know, when it comes to that NFC West, uh, big games coming up in these next three weeks. It, yeah. It's now speaking on what you spoke about on the finals. It's even more impressive uh, for Z to still come out on top while dealing with what he's going to deal with uh, in the real. And on to that, some real life shit. You would be in, uh, he was six and four until he lost his last two games. Considering what he was doing, and he had some CPU games for the Cardinals to be in contention, he always said it himself that it surprised him he was even in contention given everything that's going on with him. And the Cardinals still yep. have an outside chance that they can go on a run. They're on a bye this week, but um, they have a really tough schedule, though, looking at it. They, uh, yep. they have Seahawks, Bears, uh, Angles, and Rams. I don't know what's gonna, the stars are going to line up for them, but um, the Cardinals 6-6. Six and six. I, 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 you know, I'm so impressed with you with doing with that. Yeah, that Cardinals team... There's a 79 overall. They're actually one of the worst overall roster. Yeah, they, they're not good. Now, I was just about to say, you got to give the Lord credit. You know, one game, he actually played with his son in his own. Like, <laughs> Problem size. Yeah. And if anybody has a, a child and ever know what it, you you don't know a child until you had a newborn, boy. And a newborn, man, they ain't nothing to play with. So I can only imagine. Out here, really out here playing Madden games with a newborn. So I'll salute that boy. It, it, what's, what's, yeah, you brought that up. Uh, uh, problem. Yeah. Who was it? Was it A Rod? He yeah. Yeah. down with a child in his hands. Like it was, it was, it was pretty bad. It wasn't a good. I think that was the first ever stream for PML on his channel, too. And it wasn't, it wasn't a good look. Um, anything well, else you want to know? Real quick, yeah. let me just say something to that. He know what he was doing. Like, Y'all think problem ain't smart. All the times he could have put some on his, his stream, he rated to play eight rods and try to flex on them. Do that shit to somebody who 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 really could be your own, you little motherfucker. <laughs> um any last closing statements for you know PML the, the season in general? Um, you know, the way uh you know, biggest surprise out of the whole league and um and the biggest I told you so out of the whole league. Um, uh, Kieran, you start first. What's the biggest uh, surprise and the biggest I told you so? The biggest surprise to me, and this is somebody I don't even, I don't, I don't be messing with, but I, I, was, I really got a little respect for him. And, and that's Wombo. Because Wombo, no matter how good you say that team is, he's still Wombo. And a lot of the things he comes in, like I feel like people don't play him tough because he's Wombo. But hey, at the end of the day, you can only play with you can only play against the plays people tip against you. And for him to have an over 500 record this late in the season is impressive as hell. I don't give a damn. It's certainly in division. You know, he could tell off and be six and eleven, but right now that's impressive. The biggest I told you so it's gotta be me. I told y'all how it was coming. Y'all thought that this shit was a game and then y'all thought last year was a fluke. Then y'all saw me three and five. I, I was like number 20 something in the rankings. I told y'all, listen, I'm, I'm watching my schedule. I wasn't worried about the first eight games. I said, I just need to survive. Because once I get to the back end, not only did the game get a little get, get easier, I'm going to start hitting on all, all cylinders knowing what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a playoff team again. I'm never missing a playoff. All cycle. I'm him. 
I'm prettier than a motherfucker. I mean, I'm the best looking PML person you've ever seen in your life. All that. That's it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Cook, I, I, what's your biggest uh, surprise and biggest I told you so? Uh, I would say the biggest surprise is the Colts, man, because I I played J.C. Kutch in the penultimate game of last year. So he had three games with that team. I played him the second of those three games. And it was after he beat HD, and I was like, okay, so he's at least able to beat HD. And then when I played him, I think the game, it, was, it might have been, I might have scored the most points I scored all year. I might have scored 50, he might have scored seven or something. It was bad. And I was like, all right, he's not going to be ready for next season. And that, with that roster and all that, how bad it was left off, he's not going to be ready for next season. He's going to need a year to get his stick back and get his team put together. And um, he's already put it together more than anyone could have expected. Um, I would say probably the biggest I told you so is uh, the fact that the Packers and the Bucks try to bluff with these rookie quarterbacks and they're just out here with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers like, oh, we're going to try to trade them. No one bought it. We know those guys will put you in a position to win a Super Bowl and you're not going to give that up. <laughs> That's funny as hell. So, uh, <laughs> so. Especially Mike. Because no, Mo totally kind of knew, but Mike really tried to like start him and hooker like and was like I'm really done mm-hmm. and when no one bit he went right back to to, to Aaron Rodgers. But here's the thing, yeah. I uh, people bit for Rodgers. I was one of them. I I told Mike I will give you a first round pick for Aaron Rodgers. He was like oh, I might need more than that. I offered him an offensive lineman or something like that, and he was like oh, I still don't know about the price. And he's like if I give you Rodgers, it might be over for the NFC. And I think that was the main thing. He didn't want to just, you know, switch the position of power in oh. that spot right now. And um, that that was just his spot for pretty much trading anybody, Rob, probably, besides yeah. getting fallen. Yeah, no, nah, he would he would have traded him to the AFC or anybody he didn't feel. Cook, there was no way in hell he was getting it. You should have that deal yourself and never <laughs> sent it. Because there was no way that man was giving you an Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, hey, man, I, my first is here for you for a one-year rental of Aaron Rodgers. You know, just, um, I, I'm glad that we talked for a day. No. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. Did you give it, did you offer that for Tom Brady or no? No, I don't, I don't care about Brady. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fucked up. Um, so my biggest, uh, biggest surprise for me, um, honestly, honestly, because I I thought drama would be a lot better than what he what he is. Um, I thought this was a perfect game, so it's kind of a surprise to me how bad he's been. Uh, I thought this would be the perfect game for him. Um, and also the uh, Z is a surprise, you know, not knowing the background and what he's going through. That was a, that's a big surprise, you know, where he is now. I expected a uh, more domination from him in that division because of him getting his quarterback. Um, I told you so. Um, what was the NFC West uh, standings, Cook? Do you have that up? Still? Uh, yeah, Rams eight and three, Seahawks six and five, Cardinals six six, and Forty ers four and eight. I told you so. And Doug will always be last in that division. Um, Damn. <laughs> season five. <laughs> until season until season five, it will be last in that division. Um, and I told you, I'm. Q is not sweeping me. I think he was talking shit like he was going to sweep me. I told you, I actually, you weren't fucking sweeping me. You go lucky in that fucking first game. 
and you, you you fucking almost got lucky in that second game, man. Was fucking helping you out. Even 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 my boy uh, Kieran was ta- talking about how how man was helping his ass out, and he still got work. So fuck you, you ain't winning shit. And um, that sucked. Uh, still gonna get over. Still gonna find a way to beat Team Bandit. But what other than that, Nip, what would you be right now if you had the Dolphins? I would be a lot better than uh, three and nine or seven. I would even be. I'd be better than seven and four or whatever the fuck he is. You got to be able to use that Dolphins roster to its uh, to its to its strengths, not just try to throw deep balls just because they got ninety nine speed, bro. That ain't gonna do it. Um, with an eighty five throw quarterback or whatever the hell you had at first season, you should have been competing since season one. Um, anything else? Uh, now that's it, man. He tanked. Just know he tanked. Just know all of them tanked, and I just want everybody to know. He tanked. If I, do not, if I do not like my quarterback, or I do not like my team next year, I'm I'm doing a new playbook. I'm not tanking. I went 0-17 because I'm playing. I'm trying new plays, okay? And I might flip, and I'm just letting y'all know, number one pick is on the block for Jonathan Taylor. Or, or if I can get a Will Anderson off season. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I guess my final thought is that the um, keep an eye on the battle for the, the number one seed. I don't know if anybody wants it as much because of what happened to last year's number one seeds, but um, all four, all four division leaders in each conference are firmly in the battle for the one. So, um, everybody in PML, enjoy the season. Hopefully, we don't run into any more snags with EA, the piece of shit company. Um, and hopefully we can get through our PML cycle with no other issues. Uh, everybody in PML, have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Uh, hey, JT, I might need you to end it for me. Looks like I got no connection. JT, talk real quick, bro. Let me hear your voice, please. Yeah, let me hear your voice. Yeah, we didn't talk about the, the Panthers at all. You can talk. Um, JT, just say, just say hello, please. Just say hello. Just- you want to end it for me? Do you go into the studio? Yeah, what do I got to do? <laughs> uh, stop recording and